0: Well, hello there and good day, my friends. Sweeps period 2023 continues today. I will mention before we begin that this sweeps period is all about storytime episodes. Now, there are some re-edited shows from years ago, as well as brand new content I will put out. I offer these episodes, which I consider to be some of my very best shows, to you for your enjoyment and as a thank you for being a listener during this last year. What I do ask of you, and here comes my spiel I have to do, if you are a fan of this show, that this is the time of year to offer your support, and it won't costs you a penny i do ask for you to take five minutes and vote for an older gay guy show for the 2023 people's choice podcast awards now it's easy to vote and i outline how to vote down in the show notes of this episode i have run into a small problem with some of the platforms that carry my show in that they don't allow links to be placed in the show notes. So I will say the URL to go to vote is podcastawards.com. Then click on the blue box that says, click here to vote, fill out the voter form, go down to the LGBTQ category, and I am the first listed, and very, very importantly, save your vote at the bottom of the page, or else it doesn't register. I appreciate all that go to vote for my show. It is my favorite thing of the year. I love my nomination trophies, so thank you, guys. Now, in today's episode, I bring you two story times about the Tales of the Underwear Thief. I hope you enjoy the show, and let me reiterate, this all happened when I was in my 20s. I do not do it now, so save your judgmental emails to me about it, I will also mention that the next Storytime episode, coming out next week, is a tale of when I briefly worked for a moving company. I think you will like this tantalizing story. You are listening to an Older Gay Guy Show podcast. My name is Joey Hernandez. Thank you for joining me today. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com. Okay, so I'm going to tell you two tales, two stories about an underwear thief. And let me give a little caveat here before we get started, that I always promise that when people contact me, when people tell me stories, and I decide to use them on the podcast, then I will always, always, always protect their identity. I'll use their first names, or I'll just make up a name. Especially if it's a story tied to my family or my friends, I will change the name. So I will start out by telling you that I'm not going to tell you the identity of the underwear thief. The only thing I can say is, well, it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. I'll admit it. But let me say before I get a lot of emails of, oh, you shouldn't do that. That's invading privacy. That's not your property. That's why we have trouble in gyms. Okay, before I get all of that, let me just say I do not do this anymore. I was in my 20s in these stories. I was immature. Now I'm 58 and immature. But I don't steal underwear anymore. I went to like an underwear 12-step program thing and I don't steal underwear anymore. But I did back then, at least a few times. So this first tale, I want you to picture it. Waltham, Massachusetts, 1985. I was working at a gym and I think I've mentioned probably in this podcast or the fitness podcast one of them that when you Work at a gym, you generally don't want to work out at that same gym because when you're not working and you're trying to work out, people will still come up to you with problems like, oh, do you know that's broken? And, you know, will you give me a spot and all this stuff? And, you know, I I do enjoy that. I used to hang out on the weight floors even when I wasn't working a shift just so I could socialize with people. But man, fuck, when you're trying to do a workout, you know, you don't want people coming up to you. I tend to always have uh, headphones on and listen to, like, music to, you know, inspire you to lift big, get big muscles. So, you know, I'm in the middle of a set, and I'm blasting this, and people come up to me, and, you know, it, it just fucks with you. So you go to a different gym to work out. Almost everybody does. And I decided I was going to try out this health club. It wasn't really a gym, although it had all that equipment, but it was higher end. So it had like racquetball courts and it had a place where you can grab some food and get protein shakes. And it, it was really nice. And I got a free pass and I thought, well, fuck it. I'm going to try it out. So I headed over there and now this is in the 80s and, and and let me tell you something about lifting in the 80s i don't know if you've seen photos of this i was really 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 into bodybuilding in the 80s i still am but i was my entire life was into it in the in the when i was in my 20s that's when i was competing that's when i was doing steroids and I collected all the magazines. I had subscriptions. I had posters on my wall well, I still do, but posters on my wall of guys working out all this inspiration. And the way we used to dress in the 1980s for workouts was we would wear kind of these very flimsy pants that would be generally bright colors. I would just call them gym pants. I'm not sure what the name of it was. And then we had these tops that were very loose. They only came down to where your waist was. They were very baggy. And it being the 1980s and pastel colors were in and Miami Vice was the big show. So these were pretty ugly stuff. You know, you kind of glow in the dark when you wear all this. Additionally, a lot of people would wear their weight belts for their entire workouts rather than just squats and bench press like you should and attached to the, <laughs> attached to the weight belt would be these other things that would be hanging off you. You'd have uh, your weightlifting gloves hanging there. You'd have your weightlifting straps hanging down. In today's world, you would be completely laughed at <laughs> if you tried to go into a gym dress like this. You'd look like a complete fool. And underneath the baggy top, generally what you'd do is you'd work out and warm up your muscles and get a pump going so you looked good. And then once you were feeling, you know, like your muscles have uh, filled enough blood and you're really looking big and you're really looking good, you pull off that baggy top and then generally you have tank tops on with like names of gyms, Gold's Gym and World's Gym and all this shit. So here I am, right, heading over to this health club with all my shit. And it was afternoon. When you work as a trainer, you generally work mornings and evenings and then Weekend mornings, generally middle of the day, you don't have anybody because people want to work, earn some money, so you don't see them. So the middle of the day is always the time when I would work out. I would head over to whatever gym I'm going to because again, I, there was a uh, several gyms that I would work out at, but it was the first time in this health club, so I head over there with all my gear and. I get all dressed and I go onto the weight floor and there's only a few people on there. And fortunately, they were dressed the same way. So it wasn't like it was a big uh, joke. You know, I didn't look like a clown, even though today, yeah, I'd look like a clown. And there was this one dude that was lifting with a friend. I noticed him the second I stepped onto the weight floor. Now, I was in good shape at the time. I had low body fat. I was pretty pumped, big muscles. I was doing steroids. I looked really good. But no comparison, no fucking comparison to this guy. And he wasn't a guy that was getting ready for a show or anything. You know, he, for a bodybuilding show, he was just that size. And he was doing roids also. I mean, you don't get to that size without doing that. And he had on the regular baggy gym top, and he had on the gym pants, and he was lifting. It got to a point where he pulled off the baggy top, and he had just the regular tank top that I was talking about on it. And he lifted some more, and then he and his buddy went over to the squat rack, and they decided they were going to do squats. And this dude pulled off his gym pants, and underneath he had on you know, um, those men's thermal underwear, they're white and they kind of have like a uh, quilting material to them. And he had these on and he had them cut off. So he like made them into shorts and he had them cut off like just maybe a quarter of the way down his leg, down towards his knee, just about a quarter of the way. So they were fairly short, but they weren't like up and tight, like briefs would be not not even like boxer briefs they they were a little bit longer than that and his legs just bulged out of this you know there was the underwear and then there was the line and his legs just exploded below it this made him look spectacular <laughs> absolutely incredible he and this guy started doing squats i was doing other stuff at the gym working out and i was certainly watching them and, uh, you know, when he went down for a deep squat, his legs were wide, his ass went down, you know, you could really kind of see like his dark hair in his butt crack as he went down because, you know, you could kind of see through the underwear a little bit. It, it, w- it was great. And the bulge in his crotch certainly wasn't bad either. So I'm working out, do-do-do-do, doing my shit. I pulled off my top so I had my tank top on. You know, I, I looked... The best that I have ever looked, probably, right around this time. So his buddy finished up, and he said, I'm heading out. Got to go do something, whatever. And he just left the gym directly. He didn't go in the locker room. He just had his shit right there, just a few things, his weight belt, a couple things. And so he headed out. And this other guy just started doing a few things on his own, You know, some of the dumbbell work that you can do. He stayed light enough at that point that he didn't need spots or any of that. So, you know, he was doing pretty good with it. And I went into the locker room. I finished up and they had a dry sauna in there and I've loved dry saunas. So I pulled everything off. I had a towel because they give you towels at this particular really nice (laughs) health club. And I go into the sauna and I'm sitting in there. And I can see just kind of out of the edge that this dude walks in. And back then, I've talked about showers, how they were gang showers. And that's what everybody used. It wasn't any of these individual ones. Oh, I do have to mention, I have told you about how I go to the YMCA here in the town I live in. And I had told you this one of the last group showers that I had ever been in. You know, most most of the gyms have redone them, so there are some sort of individual showers because, oh my God, you might see my penis kind of thing. So <laughs> I come back from D- Disney World a couple of weeks ago. I go back to, uh, to the gym, and while I was gone, <laughs> they put in all these new lockers, these kind of redwood lockers that look really nice, especially for a YMCA. And I go over to the showers, and they've built these... Petitions between the showers with these pull curtains on them. So I had told you that was one of like the last ones that had group showers, that it was a dying thing in America. I was really glad it was still there. And boom, oops, (laughs) I knocked shit over. Boom, I go away and everything changes. Anyways, back to my story. So I'm sitting in this sauna and You really can't see very much, but you can hear, I was in there by myself, you could hear the lockers kind of banging and stuff uh, as he's doing whatever. I can't see, so I don't know what he's doing. And normally what I do is I'm in the sauna for a while, and then I go, I take an ice-cold shower, and then I go back in the sauna, and then I do an ice-cold shower again, back and forth, whatever amount of time. And then I'll get dressed and head out. So I had had enough time that I was pretty much done. So I was going in for my final shower and to get out. So I go in and he's across the way. This shower probably has like, I don't know, eight shower heads in it. it's not that big. And I see that he's like soaping himself from the bottom, his feet. And then like he's doing his calves and there's no soap on his upper body. So I shower. It doesn't take me very long. I go to head out, I glance back at the dude, he's facing away from me, and he's only kind of like up to his thighs, washing those, like he's just really taking his time and enjoying it, I guess. (laughs) So I get dressed, and I'm about to head out of the gym, and I look, and he didn't use the locker for the clothes he was wearing. His tank top was there, and his underwear was there. And his shoes were there. And I guess, for whatever reason, the other stuff must be in a locker. Because I did hear the lockers banging. So I'm staring at this pile of clothes. And the underwear, they were laying there exactly like he stepped out of them. Like, So, you, you know what I'm saying? The leg openings were there. It wasn't like he, he put them across something. It was like he stepped right out of them and they were right there. And, man, <laughs> it was so hot. I was just, oh, fuck, I can't believe this. So I walk over to the sink area where there's mirrors and I can glance in the shower and I see now he's only like up to his neck and I can tell he's going from the feet all the way up and I know he still had to do his hair and he had to do his head and all that stuff. So I have everything ready. I have my gym bag with me and stuff and I walk back and I'm just staring at them and suddenly I just grab them and I throw them in my gym bag and I leave really, really quickly. And re- remember, I was there just on a gym pass, so you know it was not some place I was ever going to go back to. It was not a place I was going to have a membership at, and it was in a town that I didn't even live in. So I knew that I wouldn't be caught. I guess I'm going to say. So he looked so spectacular in this underwear. So I head back to my apartment, and I get there, and all I'm thinking about is I'm going to put on that underwear. You know, I'm in good shape. I'm going to put on that underwear, and I'm going to look spectacular just like he did so i get back home and i pull them out of my gym bag right away and i go in the bathroom and i pull off all my clothes and i put these on and no (laughs) i looked okay but it didn't look like gee this is something that i should wear you know so people can see it in the gym kind of thing because it, it didn't look that good but I kept that underwear. I still have that underwear today. When I was going to do this podcast, I went in and dug in in some drawers in the back of some drawers, and I found the underwear, and I still have it. And I don't wear it. I've never washed it, and it's just kind of a prize for me. I love it. I love it. So over the years that I've kept them, periodically when I had been working hard and trying to build my legs. So they're nice and big. I would try those on. And of course, I never got to the point where I look like this dude. But I kind of evaluated my legs based on how I looked in these. And it would would be an inspiration for me to blast my legs even harder because then I would get to wear this underwear. And, you know, just in my house, I never wore it out anywhere. So story number two. Picture it, Braintree, Massachusetts. And this is a year later, 1986. And I had talked about this locker room in my previous podcast called Gym Showers. And I described this really nice locker room that was set up. Again, it it was in a Golds gym, but it was set up originally as a health club. So again, it had the racquetball stuff. What they did is they pulled out the racquetball stuff and they put in weights in those rooms and opened it up. So it was a nice, big, 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 huge, huge one-room weight room with everything in it, all the machines, all the all the free weights. So everybody was working out within sight of each other. It, it was an awesome, awesome gym. And the men's locker room had the lockers, of course, sinks with mirrors, of course. And they had a gang shower that I f- pretty sure took almost like 20 people in it all these different shower heads. And they had what's called a wet area. That's what we refer to when there's stuff with water that we have to deal with. It had a big jacuzzi right outside the gang shower. It had a dry sauna, but it also had a wet steam room. So when you work at gyms that have that, I wasn't working at this gym, but former gyms have had them. I've had to deal with them. You have to test the water pH constantly The the steam room's breaking down constantly, but this gym kept it up pretty good, I guess because they had the gold's name and you're expected to be able to have a certain maintenance level on your facility in order to have the gold's name on it. And the gang shower was huge, but in the evening when people were working out, there would be a couple people usually waiting to get into this group shower. That's how big it was and how busy it was at this gym. So I would often spend a lot of time in in the wet areas. I've always liked that. Again, they had the dry sauna. They had the steam room. They had the jacuzzi, which was just for men right outside both the gang shower and the steam room and the sauna. They were all right there. So I would be in the jacuzzi a lot. For whatever reason, not too many people used it. I guess it wasn't what... People liked it. It was beautiful. It was up, kept well. The, the water was perfect. It was beautiful, but for whatever reason, it wasn't a really busy area, but that club would get older guys in the evening cruising, generally cruising. And there'd be younger guys, obviously that were into it as well. And sometimes in the steam room, I guess things would go on. I, didn't like the steam room. I think that it's too hot at any given point. I like the dry sauna because it's a slow progressive heat and you don't get a blast when the steam comes on like you do in the steam room. So I tended to use the dry sauna. I didn't really go in the steam room. I used the jacuzzi and the gang showers. I also previously told you that uh, this was in the mid 80s and new kids on the block were really big. It was a really big boy band band started here in Dorchester, and uh, Braintree isn't that far from Dorchester. And a lot of the guys from New Kids on the Block, when they were home visiting their families, they'd go to this gym to work out. And at times, I would be in the gang shower, and Danny Wood would come in and shower naked, and Joey McIntyre would come in and shower naked. I think I saw Mark Wahlberg there once. It was just about the time when he was becoming Marky Mark, So he was like really big and I only saw him there like once or maybe, maybe twice, but the new kids were there all the time. And I I think that was even a draw for people to come in and work out at that gym. But anyway, that's not the story. So I was at this gym on a Sunday. I generally worked out six days a week and I'd take one day off and I'd usually take Saturday off. Sundays, the gym was open late until about eight o'clock. And Sundays, you know, a lot of people are with their families. They're doing stuff with their kids. They're not really at the gym. If they go to the gym on Sunday, it's generally in the morning. That's when gyms offer the most classes. Back then, it was aerobic classes and abs classes. It was even before cycling came in, spin cycling came in. It was before that. So it was aerobics. And that was generally in the morning. So I was working out, you know, a couple people in the gym weren't really paying attention. My friends that I would work out with were not there. They generally came on weeknights. That particular time, I was doing a day shift at the gym and I had my evenings free. So that's when I went to this gym. I didn't work weekends, so it worked out really, really well. I had Saturday off and played and Sunday, do whatever I wanted, and then I would, um, go to the gym. And generally I like to stay there till almost closing because that's the quieter time. No matter what day you go there, if you go within the last hour that a gym is open, that's going to be really quiet. So again, I was lifting, few people in there, not paying much attention. I come back into the locker room. I head into the shower and I wrap my towel around me and I go in the sauna and I'm sitting in there and it's a little window, so you, can, you can't see anything, but you can tell movement. You know, it, the movement kind of catches your eye. And th- there was movement for a second. Somebody walked by the window really quickly. And so I come out to do my cold shower, and there's this kid there that's probably 21 or so. I was like, what was I, 28, 29? And he was like 21. And he was sitting on the edge of the jacuzzi this kid was beautifully built not super huge but he had nice abs definition his legs were a good size for his body he had really nice arms they were pretty pumped his chest looked good he either shaved or he was naturally not hairy and he's sitting on the edge of the jacuzzi just kind of dangling his legs in it it, it was this jacuzzi was big enough to probably hold 10 people if you wanted to do that nobody nobody really came in there but it would probably hold 10 people and it was pretty deep if you stood up the water came up almost to the level of your chest so it was a pretty deep one so he's sitting on the edge and he's dangling his legs there and I will be a little crass and not try to be too pornographic but this guy had a huge dick huge cut dick was just flopped down in front of him and he had dark hair and he had like blue eyes and he was just smiling and so happy and stuff and so i went into the shower and did that and i came back and hmm i guess i'll go in the jacuzzi so i get in the jacuzzi and i'm sitting there and he's on the edge and he lowers himself down into the water and he's sitting opposite me and he's just talking about lifting, you know, because again, I was built good at the time. I was doing steroids at the time. So he was just going on about lifting and stuff. And he wasn't trying in any way to make a pass at me, or uh, it was just like good bro camaraderie, you know? We were both really into bodybuilding, and that's what we were talking about. And it was like just like two brothers sitting there and and talking about this, two bros. And (laughs) I, I kept trying not to look down at his obvious dick that's hanging down there as he's talking. Because, you know, he's just moving around and doing things naturally. And it's like no big deal. And again, you know, when I've talked about current showers in the current situation you know how they have individual showers it's just weird to me i've said that a number of times it's just weird to me that people are so shy and conservative now but back then back in the 80s like everybody was cool they just hung around naked they showered it was no big deal nobody was like oh the homosexuals are gonna get us you know So that was cool, you know, and then he'd sit up on the side of the jacuzzi again while he's talking to me, like directly opposite me with these big legs spread and this dick, and there was nothing sexual. It it was really cool for me because I'm thinking, you know, here's this really hot guy, but I'm able to connect with him about bodybuilding, and it's not a sexual thing in any way, and yeah, (laughs) that dick's in front of me, but... I'm really I'm getting to the point where I'm not paying that much attention to it you know so he'd go down in the water and splash around and come back up and we talked for a good half hour or so in the jacuzzi and then uh, I said I had to head out and he's going to stay there he's like okay well nice to meet you and uh, you know maybe maybe I'll run into you again I'm like yeah cool yeah yeah so I go shower off quickly go to my locker to get dressed and it's in the same row as his locker that he's using, obviously, because we're the only two people in the locker room. And there's a pile of clothes right in front of the locker, right between the bench and the locker just piled up there. And he had white jockey shorts. And so I'm doing my thing and I can hear that he's not even in the shower. He's nowhere near. So it started out, I'm like, I wonder what size waist this dude wears. Cause you know, he has really small waist and really big legs and really big back and chest. So I just kind of like kicked them a little bit so I could see the tag and that they were like size thirty one or something. So he had a pretty small waist. I get dressed. I find a reason to walk back towards there, and he's still in the jacuzzi. He's on the edge. He's going in the water. I, I just kind of say, "Well, nice, n- nice to meet you, dude. You know, hope to hope to see you again." And I walk back and. Again, this, this compulsion overcame me and I ran over and I grabbed the white jockey shorts and I headed out. And let me just say, you know, I'm grabbing underwear in both these stories. It's not like the people don't have clothes to be able to get dressed to leave the gym. It's not like I'm stealing their shoes or something like that. So <laughs> I grabbed this guy's underwear, take it back home, you know, enjoy it. Right. I, I, don't think i have that anymore i'd be surprised if i have it somewhere but i may and that kind of wrapped up my desire to do this you know i'm not going to steal people's clothes anymore because you know it's not cool so those are my stories that i have stolen underwear from places so that's my stories about underwear please don't judge me don't judge me don't judge me i learned i don't do it anymore So, that's the tale of the nameless, although it's me, underwear thief. You know, I still have those thermal underwear cutoffs from the first story. And I had planned on creating a graphic for this episode that used a photo of the actual underwear. But I've begun packing up my apartment after (laughs) an unbelievable 25 years in this same apartment and i think they've been packed up for the new house already but someday when i find them i will try to remember to post an image they still mean a lot to me for some reason (laughs) so sweeps period continues through the month of july and a little bit into august I still have a few really good story times to offer to you, so if you've not subscribed to the show yet, what's up with that? You don't want to miss these upcoming story times, so join me by subscribing. You can follow upcoming episodes on an Older Gay Guy Show Facebook page. I list the upcoming show there. And should you desire to email me, I love to hear from listeners. I always respond to everyone. And for those that might have sent me an email, just so you know, I am about to start the March messages. I know. (laughs) There's so many. It takes me a while. I do expect, though, to be all the way through the May emails, by the end of this month my email to reach me is an older gay guy show at gmail.com so until next time guys please do vote for the podcast awards and i will offer another story time episode very soon thanks for listening big big hugs guys bye for now